I don't ever slow up, no I don't take shit, I got no love for the fakeness If you wanna play tough and wanna hate this, I'll always show up I don't ever slow up, no I don't take shit, I got no love for the fakeness If you wanna play tough and wanna hate this, I'll always show up and make a statement I don't ever slow up, no I don't take shit, I got no love Good afternoon. Welcome to the Annoying Tech Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Andre, and today I'm going to be doing something very simple. I will give you 10 easy steps to become a software engineer. It is very easy. It is very simple. It is very quick. Anyone can do it. Let's start. Step one, join a bootcamp. It could be something like three months bootcamp. That's all you need. Step two, that's it. You're done. There's no step two. Okay, so maybe that was a little bit of sarcasm, but um, this came about after seeing a LinkedIn post which resonated with me quite a bit. So this is one of those um, reaction kind of episodes, let's say, when I'm, I'm reacting to someone's point of view. So what caught my eye is a, a post made by someone called Matthew Ehrlich. I believe that's the way to pronounce it, but I'm not sure. So I apologize, Matthew, if I, if I, uh, you know, butchered your name. I apologize. He says this: one thing that I wish I paid more attention to when I first started learning web development uh, about six months ago is how difficult it is. Despite what, what your favorite tech YouTuber says, learning code is hard, and it takes a lot of dedication. You will get frustrated. You will want to quit. I used to feel like this daily, and you will feel like you're not going to make it. This is all because learning code is a valuable skill that most people will never acquire. The good thing is, just like most other things, if you keep practicing, you will eventually get it. Now, most of us don't realize this because we put too much pressure on ourselves to understand everything in a short period of time. If you find yourself getting too overwhelmed, just quit for the day. Come back tomorrow and pick up where you left off. Learning to code isn't a sprint to the finish line, it's a gradual process. So this is what Matthew said, and it caught my eye because it's something I've been thinking for a while. Um, there's a lot of talk about how easy it is to become a software engineer. Everybody should be learn to code. We should teach everybody co coding in school, right? Because we need engineers. We need software engineers, and the ones that we have are too expensive, apparently. Or we don't have enough of them, specifically senior ones. So what's the solution? Well, everybody needs to learn how to code. <clears throat> so I was thinking about this. Does this make sense? Can anyone learn how to code? And my my reaction to this one is very simple. No, um, not everyone can learn how to code. I'm, I'm sorry if this breaks your little bubble or, or some sort, but no, it's just like not everyone can be a plumber, not everyone can be um, a mathematician, not everyone can be a nuclear physicist, not everyone can be even a, uh, I don't know, a woodworker, for example. No, it takes time and it takes a little bit of talent as well and a bit of a bit of a calling let's say um, and, and you might say that's a bit that's like you know that's rubbish what does that even mean you don't have a special calling to become a software engineer well I think you actually do it, it does take a special type of person to to be able to just sit in front of a computer and type on a keyboard pretty much all day and all we do is use our brain power I I really don't think everyone can do this and um, maybe this is one of the reasons why this industry is so predominantly male-dominated. But that's a different subject that I'm, I don't really want to get into right now. So this is more a reaction, a reaction to this 
um, to this LinkedIn post, um, which I quite appreciated, mainly because it touches on a number of things. First of all, it talks about dedication, and that is absolutely correct. You cannot become a software engineer if you do not dedicate yourself to this. And it's not like two or three months in a bootcamp or something like that. No, you have to do it for quite a while. Why? Because there's so much to learn, okay? As a beginner, you will always start with a, a language, whatever that may be. You might start, I don't know. And the problem is that you don't know what you like at that point, right? In this particular field, there is a separation. We have people who like uh, front-end work, uh, they like to do some styling, they like to write some, implement some JavaScript. We have people who like the backend side, we have people who like the, the, the database engine side, and so on and so forth. There, there are quite a few specializations like this in different areas. And then you have people who call themselves full-stack developers who apparently know everything, which is another subject I should be talking about at some point. So if you're a newbie, if you just want to start, what do you do? What do you begin? How, how do you know what you like? How do you, well, obviously you're not going to know what you like. So what you do, you have to try things for a while to see, do I actually like this? Can I do this? Do I find enjoyment and fulfillment in doing this? So you have to give it a bit of time. Whatever it is that you try, you try it, but you try it for a decent amount of time so you can get a better idea whether you like it or not. So that covers the dedication part. <laughs> Will you get frustrated? Hell yes, because <laughs> software engineer um, software engineering is not very very straightforward. Uh, we have to deal a lot with error messages. We have to deal a lot with bugs. Sometimes bugs in our own tools, by the way, which make our life even more complicated than it already is. All these things lead to time wasted and frustration. If you can't deal with that. You will quit. It's as simple as that. It's just, a, it's like a skill that you have to acquire over time. You have to be able to deal with frustration. And sometimes we move through versions of the software, something works, something doesn't. Sometimes we go up, sometimes we go backwards to things that, to a version that we know works with the specific uh, combination with other tools that we need. Is that what, that's what leads to even, um, even more complications. Learning one thing is never enough. So if you look, if you're a software developer now, and if you look at your current project, whatever it is that you're working on, if you take a list of the technologies and languages used to create that product, you will get a long list of things, more than likely. There will be a front-end language, there will be a back-end language, there will be some APIs, there will be some third-party APIs, uh, there might be some databases, there might be multiple types of databases, there might be other tools as well, as well which are used to process your data. And all these things have to work well and to play well with each other which is what it's actually quite complicated because of so many different combinations because of so, people can try so many different things and so many different ways of making tools talk to each other there's very rarely you find something that actually works well from the beginning to the end there's always a challenge that you have to solve somehow and that complicates things so it's never just one thing so there you go you keep doing this you keep practicing you keep learning over time so that's kind of how it works and you feel overwhelmed just like Matthew said you have to take a step back you have to stop looking because there's so much you can do in one day with your brain basically at some point you get tired when you get tired you make mistakes so if you keep pushing if you keep working past that point you will make mistakes and then the next day instead of working fresh and continuing work from where you left it you now have to fix the mistakes that you made in your previous day so that's kind of how it works 
Uh, that's why it doesn't make sense in this field to keep the pressure up all the time and to work long hours pretty much every day because it is not sustainable because we are a creative bunch we use our brains to create things and there's so much we can take basically at some point you have to give your brain a rest you have to stop working and you will notice this is actually quite a good way of solving a problem you take a break you take a step back you come back to it fresh next day and the solution is right there in front of you it has happened to me more times than I can count. Um, and the ideas can come anywhere. You can be in a shower, you can be driving back from from work if you happen to still be one of the unfortunate ones who go to work these days. On, on drive back, you know, when, at, at dinner, you watch a movie and suddenly that spark just goes, a light goes on your brain and you're like, that's it, I know how to do it. Sounds crazy, doesn't it? And, and yet, this is exactly what happens. Welcome to coding. So, as you can see, there's a lot of stuff that needs to happen to create something that we call a successful software engineer. You have to go through all these things. Can anyone do it? I don't think so. Mainly because it requires quite a bit of brain power. And yes, I know most developers are going to say, do you know what, I'm not very smart. Well, I'm going to say something on the contrary of that, actually. If, if you can do this, if you can do this job, then yes, you are. Actually, you are very smart. Um, it is what it is. Um, it takes a lot of brain power to solve a problem. It is. It takes quite a lot of um, persistence to find a solution to something. So if you can do these things, if you can think, and if you can, if you can learn more about computers in general and how things work under the hood, then yes, you are a smart person. It is what it is. You know, you use your brain for stuff. It is what it is. So don't be shy. Yes, you can say it. If I can code, yes, I'm a smart person. Everybody is. You know, and everybody's smart in a certain different way. And but it's just it's not for everybody. Not everybody has what it takes to sit down and do this day in, day out. You know, some people get bored. They just don't want to do it. They want to go out and they want to talk to people and they want to do, I don't know, something else. Yeah, not something repetitive and it's the same thing every single day. Okay, you could argue that, hang on a minute, we don't do the same thing every single day. You know, we listen to podcasts, we listen, hopefully to this one as well, by the way. Uh, <laughs> we watch a ton of YouTube videos, we go to conferences, we talk to each other, we create communities and all that kind of stuff, and that is absolutely true. But it's not what happens for everybody. Not, a, not all developers do this, just some. Some do this, not all of them. So, yeah, for a lot of people it becomes, it's a very um, solo adventure basically. And if you're not made for this kind of stuff, then you're just not going to make it. Um, so there you go. Ten easy steps, I said. I gave you one and I stopped. And of course, that was all sarcasm. There are no easy steps. There's no easy way of becoming a software engineer. And I know we have a lot of boot camps that sell this idea that come to us, pay us a few thousand pounds or dollars or whatever your currency is. You know, uh, run a project with us, then call yourself a full-stack developer after three months, and that's it, you're done. And then you have the problem that we have right now, where the market is flooded with junior-level engineers, let's call them, people who basically are either switched from another um, profession or um, they just don't have any experience, but they call themselves full-stack engineers, and they start applying to roles which require full-stack engineers, and then they fail the interviews and over and over and over and over. I think it was it used to be a lot easier in my, in my days. You could call yourself, hey, I'm a junior dev. And then everybody would know what to expect. Awesome, you're a junior dev. All right, then we don't expect that much, right? We expect you to know a few things maybe and to have done something, but we don't expect, who knows, what kind of in-depth level of knowledge uh, for everything. 
And yes, I know you get these days. Uh, we want a junior dev who's been working for three years and has an amazing experience in whatever. Those are fake, so no, let's be honest. So I don't think this particular type of boot camps actually help, especially when the market is flooded with people who don't have a lot of experience, and then they spend, you know, how many months, days, weeks trying to get their first job. And a lot of them do not. Some do. I know some who did, and respect to you if you've managed this. But it looks like most don't really manage to do it. Uh, now, I don't want to be too harsh. Uh, obviously, uh, there are many reasons to, to want to be part of this, this, this world. Um, and it's not always just financial. It's also the freedom. It's also the fact we can work remote. Um, that you don't have to, some, some of us just don't want to deal with people. You know? So you can work by yourself and just not care about anyone else. Although that only works up to a point, because, you know, as a, as a software engineer, you do have to collaborate and you do have to talk to other people. And you do have to work with people who are outside of your immediate surroundings, like marketing people, maybe, or some other things. So there's a big, it depends, basically, as well happening here. But I guess my point is, and it needs to be very clear, no, Becoming a software engineer isn't easy. Learning to code isn't easy. And no, not everyone is made for it. Not everyone can do it. But I would encourage you all to try it. So you owe it to yourselves to try. Because you never know. You might discover that you actually like it and you're actually made for this. How are you going to discover that if you don't try? Right? So I'm just going to leave you with this, with this final point. Try it and see for yourself. And you might just discover that you like it. Thank you very much. And Matthew, sorry for still in your post, man, but it was very good, and it caught my eye, and I had to talk about it. Thank you very much. Until next time, goodbye.